0: Borders are erected to keep what we want in and what we don't want out, but should that extend to products from abroad? It's the contention of Clifton Knox of the show Punching Left that it should. I joined Clifton and David German on the show Punching Left to talk about Tommy Robinson, immigration and Islam, but we got involved in a spirited debate on free trade, and I've included that excerpt for you here. The sound quality isn't excellent since this is from Blog Talk Radio, but I think you'll enjoy the content, and I need you to tell me if there's anything that I missed, and is there anything to Clifton's assertion that America has run a decades-long experiment in free trade and low or no tariffs? and that it's done them a disservice, it's bled their wealth to foreign lands, are there any figures to support that claim? Or are there any figures to refute it?
1: Why don't we open free trade with Africa? Why do we have embargoes and tariffs on goods from countries all over the world? If we trade freely with every country in the world, we benefit because poor people in our country can get cheaper goods from abroad, and the poor people in those countries can get our money to develop and become richer, and then there will be less of an impulse for them to emigrate to richer countries. What's more, we should be a bastion of free markets and show how prosperous free markets can make a country, so that we set an example on the world stage of what is possible when countries adopt free markets so that they want to emulate our political philosophy and what I'm, what I'm saying is you cannot only fight a battle on one front you have to fight the battle on every front the level of economics well, the level of foreign policy uh, and so forth
2: well, well my, my feeling on on the the, the free market side, I'm, i definitely prefer a free market to a market in which, you know, there are lots of restrictions and interference and regulations and subsidies and so on. The issue that I have, if you look at the United States, is that we currently um, are, are essentially, we have much more outgoing wealth than we have coming in uh, in, in regards to okay. trade. We're, our, our trade deficit okay. was okay. approaching a trillion, a trillion dollars last year alone. Right. Okay. And one of the problems that we have is that we, we keep we for we've tried this experiment now for 50 or 60 70 years since World War two we keep our we, we have very few trade tariffs and restrictions on exports that, and imports
1: that, and and,
2: and I will say that, that the issue that we the problem that we're running into is that uh, nobody else seems to be doing the same thing they all seem to be erecting no. tariffs and, and and boundaries around the, the industries that they want to protect of their own and in particular okay. we've had a major problem with third world nations doing it they're they're probably worse than anybody if you look at china and and their trade policies over the last 50 years and if you look at mexico and, and some of the other uh, uh, african okay. nations that, that do have exports so the issue that I'm that going I to have, have to
1: is, well as the, the I, I issues, think the your issues point that I have is, I think the issue well, that, well, that you, you have the, as well well, if other countries are. Well, hold on, there hold, there on we, hold on, Anthony, because I'm, I'm not finished yet. The, the issue that I okay. have
2: here is that is that it's not enough to, to erect, to, to be an example if after 50 or 60 or 70 years, nobody will follow your example. So at some point, we have to say look, we're going to have to do to you what you're doing to us until you're ready to lower your tariffs, because we've already put the best foot forward. We've already no. lowered our tariffs, and you haven't responded in life. So as a result, we now must we now must move to protect ourselves in the same manner you are. When you're ready to trade fair, we'll trade fair with you. And I think that that's okay. where the United States has, has come to at this point. And I, and I think that it's a, it's a fair position because we have put our best um, foot forward for, like I said, more than half a century now with the rest of the world. So you know I, okay. I, I, and now as far as, as far as immigration and, and refugees go the the biggest issue here is that the country inside the United States domestically we have a, a huge lobby on the behalf of business. they want those immigrants to come some of it a small portion of it is cheap labor for agricultural agricultural industries and a few other industries. however, the vast majority of it the issue is is that these uh, businesses, retail outlets, movie theaters, hotels, restaurants, real estate industry, they want these people to come and they want them to get on welfare because they don't care where the money comes from. If the money comes from the government and then these migrants take that government money, which comes from taxpayers, and they spend it, that's great. They're happy because they're still getting money. It does mean more money for them. However taxpayers, that money that's being taxed off of them instead of going into savings, gets handed to these refugees, these so-called refugees and migrants and then it gets spent on these businesses. So what we've got here is we have a group of people in the business community who are lobbying for migrants to come in and they're lobbying for them to have access to welfare. They want that welfare because they know that it needs more money in their pockets, and they don't care if it's coming out of the average person's pocket. And so that's the reason why the welfare problem is not going to go away. So we have to shut the borders first so that we can cut off that.
1: Form. No, I, I agree with you on that point. I have to dispute your analysis of tariffs. I completely agree with your analysis ideologically in the sense that this is why America continues to have tariffs and uh, not permit trade from third world countries because of the trade deficit what I dispute is that a trade deficit is a bad thing when you uh, increase your on a personal level when you increase your wealth it's not by selling more stuff it's by getting more stuff if you want a keyboard in your house you go out and buy a keyboard that's what makes you wealthy you now have a keyboard if you want a bigger bed you buy a bigger bed so, getting cheap goods from abroad is not harmful if you're a, well, if it, you're a lawnmower. It is if you're saying.
2: having to borrow money, so, uh, but it is if you're okay. having to borrow but, but,
1: but allow, money and bring money to, to do it. Uh, uh, allow me to make my case, please, because I, I listen to sure, your case, sure. and this is not something that can be made in 60 seconds, right? See if you're a lawnmower maker <laughs> where I'm just pulling something out of my ass, right? and your neighbor comes into your garden and leaves the lawnmower there and says, I don't need this anymore, uh, I'm just going to leave it here. Okay, that means you might need to stop making lawnmowers and make something else because you've got one already, but you've still got a free-ass lawnmower. So if some idiot abroad wants to subsidize their lawnmower-making industry that does not actually make us less wealthy. This is an economic fallacy that is widely believed but was debunked by Frederick Bastiat, by David Ricardo, even earlier than Bastiat. The idea that um, us getting cheap imports from abroad hurts us because we've got a big trade deficit is completely fallacious. And the reason why is, sure, people are... Um, Selling us stuff, uh, and we're say I'm an American like you. We're paying for them with American dollars. But here's the clincher: American dollars can only be spent on American goods. So sometime or another, it's going to get to the point where those countries are buying. Now, you don't on the micro level. If we're importing cars from um, from Japan and our car manufacturing goes out of business, that sucks for people working in the car manufacturing industry. But for the vast majority of the people in the country who are getting cheaper cars, that represents a real increase in their standard of living. Plus, if they're getting a car for a few hundred bucks cheaper, they've got a few hundred bucks extra to spend on other goods, some of which will be... Uh, domestically produced goods. So even if you're not playing on an even playing field and other people are banning the importation of your goods, let them do it because because essentially if you play the same game as they're playing, you will inevitably be struck by your own sword. You're saying no to cheap goods that will increase the standards of living in your country. And yet, yeah, people might need to move industry. They might need to move into uh, it's, more it's that automated that. industries, onto internet, uh, business marketing, all sorts of high tech, which they're not it's, doing. But, but the fact is in the West, our wages are too high for manufacturing to remain a major part of our economy. We should be... Uh, we should, we should be importing manufactured goods from the poorest countries in the world to help bring the poor people of the world into a higher standard of living. And as we do why?
2: it... Um, why do we have an obligation to do that? I mean, it's not that simple anyway. We don't have an obligation have to do that. We're bleeding. We're bleeding wealth. And we're doing it through these trade deficits because it's not you're, just you're, the local domestic. Not- it's, not, it's not. Wait a minute. It's not just the local businesses that are that are reaping the benefits of all that welfare money. That welfare money is buying goods imported cheaply onto our market. We're printing money and borrowing money to pay for all these goods in that massive trade deficit. This is not. This is not but, a situation where. Everybody's spending no, private you're money you're not, to you're, buy all these cheap foreign goods. We're far running a government deficit in order to pay for this stuff. Where when we have one out of every five people on food stamps in this country,
1: when we have, and, and that means that they don't have. No, to spend you're, money you're blaming it on, on the wrong food. thing. I'm not. It's not I'm because of right. It's, the it's right not right because of them. Right where it should be. Right where it should. What, be, right what you're no, because you're only looking at one side of the equation. You're only looking no, at I'm the, looking the at all of that. You're not. You're I not, not looking at all you. the. You're not looking I at all the cheap, with you. You're not looking at all the cheap shit that people in your country are receiving from third world countries. Yeah, but we're borrowing. But we're borrowing money, Anthony, to buy all that cheap. Yeah, shit. but that's the mistake. And that's I, the mistake. It's not. The mistake is. The mistake is the fiat currency and the printing of money. I completely agree with you on that point. The mistake well, but, is not the export. Right, but it doesn't, it doesn't change. The, it doesn't change the, the trade
2: deficit but, is completely wait a second, Hold on. Hold on just a, hold on it, just a second. It doesn't change. A, it does not change. It does not change the fact that some things are easier to fix a certain way than another way. For instance, it's easier to close the borders than it is to shut off welfare in this country. Oh, that's just back. but I'm
1: not... It's I'm easier... Not, it's, wait a minute. Bar, it's easier, okay, but, but this is a strong answer. At no point... But hold at on, At no it, point did I hear I was re- bor- Antony, opening the borders.
2: Anthony, I'm going to have to mute you for a second. It's easier to restrict trade than it is to... than it is to try and get us to shut off welfare and to change the trade policies of other countries. Now, okay. I, I, uh, well,
1: there, there's no... But but you're laboring in the faulty assumption that restricting trade is good for America. It's not. It's bad. It means that people in America... In the short term, it's good. To keep good. In the short no, term, it's the short it's term, it's bad. And, and the no, term in the short term, bad it's bad because... Okay, so we have a... It, we have a
2: fundamental disagreement here because because I we I have think it's a in this fundamental
1: twist. disagreement, but, but all of the economic evidence uh, is available, and the completely rational arguments set out by people like David Ricardo have not been refuted. Uh, the only thing is well, that it's very well okay. I recommend that you read a book called The Myth of the Rational Voter by Brian Kaplan, where he goes through the well, argument against... With Brian
2: Kaplan on many things. There, there's one problem, there's one area of disconnect. Well, I think I, that Brian Kaplan I, I misses I the mark in many places.
1: I think he misses the mark on immigration. On that point, I completely agree with you. But on free trade, the arguments in favor of free trade, even if the other side isn't saying fair are incontroversible, it's the fact that I people disagree. in your country I, I disagree. Are getting
2: really I absolutely stuck. disagree but with know, that I disagree. And, and, I, and I and I And I'm going to tell you, not, there's, a lot, of re- well, there's not, a lot of reasons for that. And and those those arguments that you're you've giving, not explained they aren't are good for people.
1: You've not explained why it isn't good for people in your country that are poor to get access well, but to I, but, good people
2: Well, but you see, that's because I, I you won't allow me to.
1: I would right? say those, argument, those arguments
2: those arguments are not great arguments because they are very they, they are very two-dimensional arguments all right cheap goods are not <laughs> always like just like cheap labor is not always good we have borders for a reason all right one of the reasons that we have borders is is to keep out things that we do not find uh have a positive impact on our country one of the issues that we have is we're doing a lot of business trade-wise with countries that have nationalized economies and or are completely command and control economies china being a perfect example they, they're importing goods into our nation with a broke with the, that are suffering from the, cal- the economic calculation problem this has a massive impact on our on our marketplace it is not a good impact at all they have an unlimited ability to continue to produce goods and sell them at a price below the cost to to, to, to make them. They can do this as I long agree as with
1: you on that they're point. not worried. Well, well, well that's hold on. only bad for the Chinese. Not,
2: so that's not bad a for Americans. This is what I'm talking about. You, you just jumped in and cut me off. You just cut me off. No, Subst- I, I, I'm subsidies and tariffs to a limited extent cause the same problem. The issue here is not about whether the tariff itself at that particular instance on that particular good is good or bad. The issue here is this is not an economic problem. This is a political issue. This is a situation where other countries are doing things to us, and they have continued to do them repeatedly for decades. And our example has not changed their behavior one bit. Their cheap goods are a immediate shot in the arm, but in the long term, they've resulted in unemployment, uh, more inflation, and more problems for us as a whole economically, as a society. Okay. I mean, are I just, using using, I using their systems to to import to import poverty to the United States, they're exporting their poverty from their nation to
1: us by using these tactics. They've artificially well, t- I I I, I, to the I disagree knowledge. on your fundamental point. The first thing is they do not cause inflation because cheaper goods can only cause deflation because they're cheaper, at, at least price deflation. Second of all, they're they're not impo- they're not exporting poverty. They're exporting wealth because you can buy their cheap shit for below the actual market rate. So you're getting cheaper not if stuff. your people aren't working like and I you're said,
2: having to borrow money. If you're having to borrow money to purchase it, you're having to print money and borrow money, and everything you're buying is on credit, you're not selling You're buying everything on credit. You're buying everything on credit.
1: Well, but if it was more expensive, you'd have to borrow even more money to buy it. So that's fundamentally uh, unsound mathematically, never mind economically. If you were having to buy more expensive goods, then you'd have to borrow more money to buy them. Uh, that's, a, that's more to do with interest in the problem with getting into the the bank domestically than anything to do with anything another country is um, doing to you. Saying no to cheap goods is in a self-inflicted wound. You're basically harming the working class. As for yeah, it, but we're not doing, They're not
2: really doing it. to them. That's, that's not that's the truth. The they're not. They're the not doing it. That, that, we're allowing
1: it. to so only thing that it unempo- The only thing that causes unemployment is minimum wage and labor laws. The basic law of economics is that human wants are unlimited, whereas resources are limited. Therefore, there is always an endless demand for labor, an endless demand for labor because human wants are unlimited. The only thing that can ever cause unemployment is government restrictions on employment, including the minimum wage and all labor laws. Everyone could be employed in something. So, and even if they were employed at two dollars an hour, that doesn't sound like a very high wage. But the thing is, if everyone was employed at that wage, everything would be so cheap that you could afford a chef and a butler and a gardener and all these kinds of people that you can't afford right now. If, so, if um, you make the so assumption, the only, if, if
2: you make the assumption, if you make the assumption that everybody's employed.
1: Well, no, that that's everybody's not an making that funny saying to is, it. all All I'm saying is that human wants are unlimited. I would love okay, but, to
2: but have good, someone. But but but
1: wait a minute! I would love to have someone to tidy my house for me. But I I would love to have someone to tidy my house for me. But I can't afford minimum
2: wage for it. Okay, but but resources are not unlimited.
1: Yes, but human labor is hugely manufactured goods are limited. not
2: unlimited. Manufactured goods That's are true. not unlimited.
1: No, I agree with you, but labor is okay. hugely under underutilized in the economy because of labor laws and restrictions. All of these are domestic policies. So but get your house right. in order. We, need, we, need, we actually need to get out and we sell are. the argument against the minimum wage, sell the argument against labor laws well, we do that. in order
2: we do. to cure but unemployment. I agree with you on those well, points. Well, same
1: well, time, at least we some common ground. <laughs> well, but,
2: but at the same time, um, I, I don't, I don't agree with with doing uh, with opening your borders to absolute hundred percent free trade with those who don't practice it themselves. It's okay. kind of like extending uh, the NAP to people who don't extend it back to you.
1: Well, okay, I disagree on that point, and I think I've made my my views clear, and I'm glad that we can have a friendly dispute on that. I, I sure, agree sure. with you that under the current climate, we cannot open our borders to migrants. I think that would be absolutely suicide. It would be suicide to have an open borders policy on immigration. However, right. on the importation of cheap goods from abroad, I believe that any tariffs or restrictions on free trade, are a self-inflicted wound, whether or not the countries that we uh, are importing those goods from are playing are singing from the same song sheet. I think any restrictions on free trade, uh, in any circumstances, other than if we're at war, the country we're supposed to be um, well trading with, and, right. uh, sure. I guess. I guess. I guess. If anyone wants to resolve that dispute, i just refer them to Frederick Bastiat and David Ricardo, who I think have thoroughly debunked the case that um, tit-for-tat on uh, restrictions on free trade are helpful for a nation-state. Besides, bringing it back to the NEP.
0: just one more point before I I, I close.
1: I just want to make one more point, and I'll give you the floor. Um, Just on a level, uh, if we accept the NEP, what right does the government have to say that I shouldn't be allowed to import cheaper apples from an African nation? If I want to buy a cheaper apple, that's between me and the apple seller. The government has absolutely no right to stop me from buying the cheapest apple, You know, you you just don't have the right to stop me from buying a cheap product from abroad. That is a violation of my liberty. Well,
2: I I think that what we're looking at here, and I I don't, I mean, at at the risk of of, of sounding a little bit combative, I think you can't have it both ways. You either support borders or you don't. Borders are there to protect us. You let in good stuff, you keep out the bad stuff. Sometimes the bad stuff is foreign goods. That's just the way it is. Um, and those foreign goods are typically ones that have a tendency, at least in the short run, to do damage to your economy or or, or in the long run do damage to your economy. Now, I'm not saying that I, I don't prefer open, complete open unrestricted trade between nations. I'm 100% with you. But the argument you just gave for the apples it's the same argument that the large corporation and the agricultural business gives for these so-called unlimited refugees and migrants from foreign countries to come in and work. They're cheap. So I, I'm just not going to agree to that. I think that if you import goods with an economic calculation problem, you're causing damage, and you don't have a free market. Um, and that's that's the real issue here. What's a free market? I don't believe that you actually have this. Is, none of this is free trade. If you're trading with people who have okay. tariffs on your goods, then it's not free trade. Because free trade requires both sides to behave properly. And that's kind okay. of where I am well, on that. And I, I don't think you can well, extend I, free trade to One Nation if they're not extending it back to you. It's just not possible. Well,
1: I mean, my, it, is possible, I, I but, well, well, it is
2: possible that you can adhere to the principles. Well, I'm saying it is possible that you can disagree with the principles. You can, you can agree to the principles. You can you can leave your, your, your trading open and let everybody pour whatever they want into your country without putting tariffs on it, regardless of whether they put tariffs on your goods or not. But all you have to do is come to the United States and travel to some of these some of our areas. that were once very wealthy and very well off, and yeah. very rich, and look at them. Yeah, and they will be well
1: off. Is right. a situation
2: what you'll see is you'll see in areas where where they're absolutely destroyed now. And, and you see me- yeah, so because, yeah, because, because of the minimum
1: because well, of the minimum wage and labor laws it's not it. it's not
2: all that's not the only reason and why. because of
1: automation. When you, when, if you look at
2: if you look at if you look, at, if you look at, at China all right if you look at what they're doing they're actually selling stuff below the cost of manufacturing. and they don't have the same type yeah, of that's uh, environmental great. That's, regulations that is that is great have.
1: for that is great for poor people in the united states because they're getting cheap stuff that's Except for excellent. the ones that can't find
2: a job, right, right, now, right, right now we have the lowest unemployment that we've had in 40 years.